For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, hello out there, everybody. We are here to chat some more football. You've tuned in once again to Bolt Brady and his bro. The best place for your sports gambling information. We had a wild and wacky wild card weekend, huh? Let's welcome in our guy. We sure did. And I thought we'd have a little flashback to the summer. Give me one second here. Mm. Yep. Give me the NFL one. (laughs) So we got the big New York Giants and my boy, Daniel Jones. Still, I still have got Danny's back here that he's not that bad. I mean, this is his third. You might be the only one. Well, and we'll end it there. (laughs) Ha! Daniel, I had your back months ago, buddy. Congratulations, you move on. Yeah, that you know the Vikings defense, Swiss cheese. <laughs> how much how much room did those guys have every time they caught the ball? Oh, that and Daniel was slightly running on them. Yeah, and, <clears throat> I mean there was like there was four plays in a row where Daniel ran it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean he's a great athlete. One thing that I that I didn't notice about Daniel is. He was chitting with the coaches on the sideline. I'm like, wow, he looks huge. And so I pulled it up, and I didn't realize he's 6'5". Yeah. That's a big boy. Yeah, I know. And Herbert's like 6'6". These dudes are they're pretty tall guys when they're standing over the line there. That's why you know, they say those shorter dudes have the problem getting the deflections. But Herbert, I think he has like the most deflection. I mean, it's the way he throws it or something, sidearm. They're always getting tipped or hitting helmets. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, there were some interesting games there. I mean, the Vikings, we've been saying it all year. I mean, you know, it wasn't Kirk or the offense. It was, it was more like the defense that you were saying. But, you know, let's weed out the saps and let's move on here. Yeah, the Kirk's throw to end the game was incredibly bad. You, you know, I don't care if you're under duress. Oh, like, the check down? Yeah, dude, he's throwing it, you know, three yards where they need the eight. I'm like, <laughs> at least chuck it down the field to like Jefferson and give yourself some chance. Well, without a doubt, you're, you're, I mean, I don't care if you're forcing it in with four guys covering Jefferson. Yeah. That's the play. But, you know, you watch Favre or Roethlisberger, those guys, like, there's two guys hanging on to him. They're throwing something downfield. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're not just throwing at this. Th- <laughs> Hopefully you get it, bud. <laughs> the check down. Plow the one guy over. To the tight end because he's going to have shakes. Oh, disappointing. Right. Well, so how'd your weekend go for you? It started good. You know, I like the Niners. Um, and then game two was the Chargers, which we both really liked. And that game was incredible. It sure was. That was. Uh, I had to go to a birthday dinner, so I, I saw up till halftime, and I'm like, okay, we're looking good here. Head out to like a, a Benihana style joint. Yep. Um, teppanyaki, and uh, <laughs> they don't have the TVs rocking. I'm like, hmm. Whoa, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we kind of got into the dinner and, and the show of, of the the volcano and all the stuff that they do there for you. And I kind of am like, I better check on that game. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Right. Holy cow. Well, did you check on the game at the restaurant or when you left? No, it was down in my lap. 
And okay. I, I was just kind of looking on my phone. And I, I couldn't believe they came back. Uh, dude. So I turned her off at halftime. You know, that was sat. That was the Saturday game, right? Uh-huh. Saturday night. So we had the big flag football the next day for the boys. So I needed to get them jacked up. So we put on Rocky instead because uh, I'm like, this is ball game. Let's get Rocky going. Let's start focusing on the flag football. And we're watching The Rock, and uh, by the way, The Rock, that, that tune, that theme song, you know, 40, 35 years later, whatever, is still badass. Eye of the Tiger? Just all of oh, them. Oh, yeah, Jordan. Which one did you watch? The well, first one? Well, uh, that day, I'm not sure. We completed number four last night. <laughs> we went through them all. Nice. Um, I think we were watching Rock 2 that day um, with Apollo Creed. Yep. But anyway, and so... We're watching it, and I bring it up, and I go, oh, man, I showed the boys, and, and, you know, the Jags were only down three, and I'm like, I guess let's put this game on, or this movie on pause for a second, and I knew it was over with. I mean, you've come back that far. I'm like, here we go, and sure enough, incredible meltdown, incredible 409. Yeah, and so, I mean, I guess, you know, I was reading there that Bosa threw the fit and slammed the helmet, which scoots them closer, so they go for two. Yeah. And then that just throws the whole math of it off. Because like, even if you go to OT, give us a chance here to cover. Yeah. And no. <laughs> they lose the game. Oh, uh, it was incredible. And the turnover margin, the Chargers won the turnover margin 5 by 5. 5-0. Five yeah. So the only time that that's happened, uh, I mean, it's like twice in the history of the playoffs that someone's been a, had a turnover margin of 5 and you still can't win the game. I mean... Is that Coach Adios or what? No. You know, they came out this morning. They're like, you know, we're sticking with him. Wow. And, and they fired the O coordinator and the quarterback coach because someone had to take the fall. And I'm like, that wasn't the problem. No, I know. That's incredible when they give those guys the boot because of that. Well, they got to ask someone so they can keep their gig. Um, but <laughs> the Chargers owners, they've been kind of weird throughout the years. And these guys don't like firing these guys and paying them for like four more years still. But he's one of the cheaper coaches, too. He's... Like the $4 million range. Well, I wonder why. Yeah. I Just so disappointing. I mean, what, they ran the ball like nine times in the second half or something. It's like you were up 27. Like and you with, got big Eckler, guy balls. Yeah, they don't have a great rushing attack. They kind of do the check downs to him. Well, whatever. I mean, you're up. I mean, they were up 27 bagels, and then the Jags score the, the touchdown to make it 27-7 before half. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe it. I guess you got to give props to Lawrence for for keep firing the ball. I mean, to have four picks in the first half. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I think most people would put the, what is it, the head between the tail or whatever. Yeah. And, <laughs> and give credit to the coach, Peterson, too, because he's a big, uh, you know, rah-rah. He, he keeps the positive vibes going with those quarterbacks and stuff. It's like, come on, stick with it. Right. We got this. So now the Jags travel in to see Patty. And that's the problem. Yes, it is. I mean, for for sure, they're adios. The question is, will they cover the eight and a half? Um, no. Yeah, I don't think so either. But but what I do think there, the thing that stuck out to me. So let's let's make something clear about these games. Like, there's only four of them, so the odds makers only have to concentrate on four games. They've got you know an entire season sample of games to pull their stats and to come up with a line. So I think the lines are pretty close. The one that jumped out to me on this game was the over-under was 53. 
And I'm like, dude, he's not playing Josh Allen here. <laughs> like, that's what the over-under is when the Bills come into town. Um, best bet under Chiefs 53. Mm. Um, and just an update on the the best bets. Uh, so... Before Wild Card Weekend, we were three and zero. Wild Card Weekend, we went one and one because of the garbage Chargers. The Ravens easily came through for us. Should have had the W, um, if you recall. Yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> it, um, we got it. Well, we talked about them at six and a half, but we were like, "Hey, just wait," because this line will probably go up, and it did. Um, in fact, uh, I saw it get to nine and a half. But we said by the point anyway in case someone got on it, and that's the reason why. The half point got the dub. Yeah, little, little, they weren't very clear on the quarterback situation for the Ravens. You know, they're like, we might play both of them going into this. It's like, it'd be nice if you really knew who you're going to get. Yeah, they're just trying to play the hogwash mind games. Uh-huh. But uh, how, how's Huntley feeling today after that getting that ball knocked out and the Bengals go the other direction for the game-winning touchdown? Great punch out. Well, it was, and I was thinking about that. I'm like, dude, you don't start the dive with the ball out. No. You, you jump first, right? And then if nothing's there, you reach it out. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be at the goal line. Drew Brees is always good at that. Like when you're up there, he would jump, put, right. it, o- put it over the line, and it, it's over as soon as it crosses the goal line. Yeah, but, but he wouldn't lead with the football. No. I not, mean, Jim not, Christmas. Not from three yards out. Looks like we're going to have to practice that, you know, when they get that big jumping mat out, the track and field mat, and you put it behind the goalpost, and you have to practice jumping in. Yeah. Apparently, Huntley wasn't a part of that drill. No. Uh, Hubbard, D-lineman, goes the 98 yards and. Andrews, the tight end, almost, you know, he gave a good effort there to catch him. Dude, so I was watching, I'm like, dude, is that Andrews? He's hauling ass right there. Yeah. And he was actually, they got him on that whatever it's called. Oh, the miles per hour. Yeah, he he was going 20. Oh, sweet. And to put that in perspective, um, when McCaffrey ripped off his 68-yarder this weekend, um, it was the fastest he'd been tracked going this season, and he was going, like, just under 21 miles per hour. Hmm. So that gives you an idea of how fast Andrews was rocking. Like, wow, no wonder that guy's so lethal as a weapon. Gets open. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know he was also running so fast because he's like, this is our season. Dude, yeah. If I don't catch this guy, we're peace out. And guess what? They were peace out. <laughs> that would have been a problem if the Raisin Ravens got that touchdown. I think Joe B would have had to make the comeback. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Joe only had like 209 yards passing. So that leads us into the next game. The Bills at home versus the Bengals. We know a few weeks ago um, they weren't able to finish that game. Um, the Bengals were ahead at the time, I think maybe 7-3. to three. This game is in Buffalo. Uh, the line is currently 5. My guess is, and this is a guess, that the majority of the people are going to say, I'll take the Bengals plus the 5 here. Yeah. I'm going to say the lean is with the Bills. Really? Yep. Uh, A lot like the college game with Georgia and TCU. uh, When you know, at least for me, when I look at these lines, I'm like, "Whoa, that seems like a lot of points." You're like, "Well, there's a reason." (laughs) And you know, the Bengals. I think in this case, uh, Jonah Williams, Northern California product, uh, left tackle, starting left tackle for the Bengals. 
got hurt. He got a dislocated kneecap. Mm -hmm. So he's questionable. It's the third starting lineman that might go down in like the last four weeks. So they're super banged up. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and, you know, that's not the spot you want to be banged up is the offensive line. No, but Joe makes it work, you know. that, that <laughs> just I mean, it shows how good he is. Oh, like, yeah. He can kind of get through with the patchwork O-line here. Yep. Gianni Joe. So, yeah, I, I saw Cincy's pretty pissed that the, this game's actually in Buffalo. They're like, why the AFC championship can be a neutral site. Why wasn't this one? thought about in advance in case we cross paths again as maybe a neutral site game mm, okay because i mean going to buffalo is quite the advantage for the bills here oh yeah and their fans their fans crank it up the bills mafia they don't mess around mm-hmm. take the shirts off take the snow <laughs> and just tune <laughs> um they uh they got up to the 14-0 lead against the dolphins and big third string skyler and then, you know, the Bills let them back into the ball game. I mean, but they had like 200 yard, more yards than them, just dominated them statistically. Mm-hmm. I just th- don't, you know, I think the Bills are kind of like, this squad's garbage. We're just going to play around with them um, like a cat does with a mouse. But, you know, I think when the Bengals come into town, they'll be a lot more serious. Yeah, I, I the five just does seem like a lot, just with what we're dealing with here with the offense for, for the Cincy. Well, and about that line, like it's no point getting, you know, taking the five right now um, or giving the five because that's such a dead number. This line will either move up or move down. So um, I and and my prediction is I bet you this thing settles in like right around four and a half, four. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll go up anymore. No. Uh, Yeah, you don't see five a whole lot actually during the season. No, and it, that's the thing is it won't end there. I mean, it, that's why they let the chips come in, and that's how they decide which direction to go with it. So it's in, it's in a little dead number here, and as the weekend goes along and the limits are increased and more people are putting chips on it, you know, by the time the weekend comes, four, four and a half will be my prediction. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like the Miami receivers were, were getting, you know, Waddle and Tyreek were getting loose a little bit. That so. If since he can kind of get the pill to their receivers, I can just see it. I can see it being close. Well, you and the rest of the Joes—that's that's what I'm saying. That everyone's looking at the five, going, "I'll take her." You know, how often does Joe Burrow get the points like that? But one thing that I'll give you there is, I mean, no one ever respects these guys really. That's why they're so incredible against the spread. Um, you know, they like you said, people talk about Joe and they love Joe, but they don't really mention the Bengals as a team. Mm-mm. But these are two of America's favorite here. Big Josh Al and Joe Burrow. Yeah, and since he's not scared of the road either, you know, that they, they did this last playoffs last year. They, they had to go on the road for all those games. Mm-hmm. With yep. the exception of the Raiders was a home game. Yeah, just thinking about that, this game will be pretty legit. Is it on Saturday or Sunday? It's Sunday, uh, noon Pacific. So it's the first game on Sunday. Mm, not and, noon. Yeah, it is noon for us. Really? Yep, and then the Niner game's like a 3.30. Okay, the big nines versus the Cowboys. So, I mean, we could touch on the Cowboys-Bucks game. That was a joker. You and I are in a uh, gambling league together, and uh, and I, you know, I was, we were running out of options here. The season's running out. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just, you know, throw all the chips on the Bucks here. Uh, it's like this fake um, gambling league where you get a certain amount of chips. In fact, I was thinking... Next year, we'll invite the listeners to play in it. That'll be sweet. Sure. 
Uh, but anyway, so I'm like, okay, here we go. And I threw it on Tom because I started thinking about, I'm like, we got Hakeem Hicks back, Vita Veda. I mean, they'd only played seven games together this whole year, and the Bucks were six and one. There, there was two guys that play on the defensive line. And I'm like, okay, come on. The Cowboys aren't that great. And that was incredible. Yeah. Just wow. owned them from, from the jump. Well, and they go up 6-0 because the guy misses the extra point, one of four. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was tough to watch uh, him. Like, oh, my Lord. And yeah. what I was explaining to my wife is I go, see, you don't understand. Like, we could go out there right now and kick that extra point. Like, that thing's not far. Um, but For anyway. 33 yards. Um, but anyway, so it's 6-0, and Tommy marches right down the field, and I go, Here's what happens when you give it to Tom. And then Tom, they throw up the stat. It's been 417 passes since he's thrown a red zone pick. And guess what happens? Tommy throws an interception in the red zone. Incredible. Yeah, man. He didn't look very good last night. And the game ball goes to the Cowboys offensive line because in the beginning, it was a jailbreak. Vita Vita was getting in there, so was Hakeem, and I'm like, okay, this is exactly how I pictured this game going. And then, like at like starting the third drive, because I think the first two they went like three and out the Cowboys, and then all of a sudden the brick wall went up, mm-hmm. and no one's coming close to Dak. And so the Bucks at first were only sending four because they'd like to drop seven back in coverage, hoping the four would get pressure, and they were initially. And then they're like, well, this isn't working. We need to send seven in at Dak. And they go, brick wall. And Dak <laughs> is just back there just picking apart the four DBs, you know, playing man-to-man. Yeah. And that was a ball game. And then the holes for the running backs, you know, that you get the little room for Pollard to sliver through. He just turns on the Jets. Yeah, he's legit. I, I saw the stat about our Ironhead man, Ezekiel. He's had, um, there's been 15 plays that were third and one or fourth and one, and, and he's gotten the first down 13 of the 15. Hmm. He'll just be, at one point, he'll just be the short distance specialist. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. use, just using that head to make room for 14 million a year <laughs> what a bargain dude uh jerry jones i saw he did a tweet during the like i don't know i think it was the middle of the game because he's like hey if you're a kicker and you're in the stadium we've got a jersey waiting for you jeez because the guy that missed the extra points i mean that was incredible there's that, no way they can continue with that guy right but how do you make a change right before your <laughs> next playoff game they do it yeah, no, I know. Those guys are interchangeable sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely interchangeable. That guy is going to be in his head all week here. Just And you couldn't, you're going to roll him out there for like a 50-yarder against the Niners? A 50-yarder? I mean, how about a 38-yarder? No, that's like, what I'm saying. It's going to be a problem. That's what I mean. They're, they're, I don't think you can roll with the guy. You got to go get someone off the streets. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and they, they don't love their schedule this week because they got slapped with the Monday night game. Yeah. And the Niners had the Saturday, like, day game. First time ever in the playoffs that someone gets two days more extra rest. Yeah. So, and then also the Niners don't have to fly. Right. They got the more time and they're just kicking it at home waiting for these guys. Yeah. That's a huge advantage. Well, I do think this line is a little small. I don't, I think that, you know, if the Bucks put up more of a fight, you're looking at probably like the six, six and a half, um, at least four and a half. Because the line right now is four, right? Yeah. There's a couple places that have three and a half, but mostly four. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a lean with the nines there. For sure. I, I think, uh, 
they're going to be, you know, they're going to get a little bit more pressure, Big Bosa and the posse, than what the Bucks were doing. That was just, that was JV varsity last night. That was the JV team trying to get to Dak, and, <laughs> and the varsity goes, it's almost happening. Yeah, that was, uh, Dallas always does have some talented dudes. You know, whoever looks at the personnel and, and drafts them, they do a pretty good job of finding some guys. Yeah, how about finding big Micah Parsons? Was that guy causing havoc? Yeah, he does. Wow, he's a baller. And then I looked at him like, that guy's legs are teeny. Like, they're just huge. Mm-hmm. And big Trayvon Diggs. Um, I didn't know he and Stefan were brothers for a while. You did it? No. I guess for the most, Bills? Yeah, I guess most people know that one. But yeah, he's fun to watch too. He he gambles for the picks a lot, but he's he can cover. Decent athletes mm-hmm. right there. They're slow too. So we're we're uh I'm leaning with the nines. Yeah, they're so Sunday night, three third. I mean, I'll take Brock Brock got off to a little bit of a slow start, you know, last week against Seattle, but then he he came back doing he looked poised, man. I mean, with those weapons and that defense, I guess most people could. But it's just a joke with the weapons. I mean, when Ayuk's your like fourth option, right? You got Christian, Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk. He actually threw a dime to Ayuk in the back corner of the end zone there, and Ayuk let him down for, mm. for a TD. Mm-hmm. It was it was right in the hands. T- like, my I'll, bad. I'll tell you who doesn't let him down is Big Debo. Like Debo goes, dude, just give me the rock. I don't care. If you just give it to me three yards past the line of scrimmage, I'll take it from here. Yeah. Just, you know, just hope that guy doesn't get hurt. I, I In fact, I think that's kind of what, you know, what the their Super Bowl hopes pinned on is if one of those main guys doesn't get hurt, I think we'll be seeing the nines in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Did you see, it was before they kind of put the, the Seahawks to bed. Uh, Debo, he had like a catch, went to the ground and... The guy, like the safety Abram, um, kind of had his foot and gave it a little extra, like twist on the ground. Oh right, yeah, I saw that. And he got pissed. Yeah, and because I, I don't know if the guy knew that was the ankle or something that's been dinged up, but you see him got he was fired up when he got up. And Shanahan said later, he's like that cheap play right there got the guys real pissed and fired up. <laughs> and yes, the defender to answer your question, he knew that was the leg. I, I've people do that, which is so weak uh-huh. when people do shit like that. But oh yeah, that's in fact that's why a lot of times like they don't tell talk about the injuries if they if they don't have to, um, because they don't want people zoning in on it. Dude, but that one was real obvious. You know, he, he's twisting it. <laughs> he was a former first round pick of the Raiders and they let him go this year. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. Um the other thing is Seattle had like for forty two minutes, like the best game they could play. No turnovers. Um, our boy DK was just balling. He did, yeah. I mean, why don't you guys involve him like that every game? I just don't get it. That guy is teeny. He he needs to be utilized like Big Debo. Um, but yeah, literally, they were playing perfect. And speaking of that, who's the DB that got the late hit ward right before halftime? To, oh, to give him the f- the field that range. was incredible. Yeah. Like someone needs to have a chit with that guy. Yeah, and he's he's been around like eight, nine years too. He's not like a young dude. Come that on. was incredible. Um, when that happened, I was like, "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" But they took care of business. Yep, yep. They they look like they're humming. I mean, I, the, we'll have to see. So you know, Philly's the other one for the NFC with the Giants coming to town. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everyone's first reaction is that seems like a lot of points. Seven and a half. Right. Um, but, but this it, isn't the Vikings defense, you know, I mean, 
<laughs> D- Daniel and Saquon are going to have a little different story this week. Yeah, they are. And also, Philadelphia got to rest, which is just large. But when they played these, um, when they played their last game, remember how much of a boat race it was? It was like it should have been more. Yeah, it was like no, that was 40, the- 45 to twenty two or something. I thought, uh, but they didn't. I don't think they covered. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry, that was the very last game. That's when Philadelphia rested everyone. Right? No, but they they had to try to win to get the one seed, so they kept Hurts and them in. Oh, that's right, and that was just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But Hurts Hurts didn't look like as smooth as he had, you know, like two months ago. Yeah, he, uh, he just looks like something's a little different. I mean, seven and a half is a lot, but yeah, that, I mean, you want to talk about a stay away? <laughs> this is one of them. <laughs> You're not touching it? No. Mm-mm. And then what's the other game? That's the Saturday night game. Uh, Kansas City is the Saturday earlier game at one thirty. Yeah, we like that one. And then Sunday's Cincy Buffalo, and then the Niner game's the night game. Okay. So to go through those, KC under 53, and then what was the other game on Saturday? Uh, Giants at Philly is mm-hmm. at night. That's a stay away. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You got no one to stay away. <laughs> then Sunday at noon is, is Cincy at Buffalo. And that's a strong lean with Buff. You're taking the even if it goes to minus six. Um, if it goes to minus six, that would actually it. Okay, yeah. That if it went to minus six, there's some other people out there with big chips that agree with me. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be scared of that. Did you? I sent you that thing. Someone at halftime of the Charger game slapped down the 1.4 mil. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, to, to win eleven thousand two hundred. But the details behind that, right? So when the Chargers were up twenty-seven to zero, someone went up to the desk and goes, "Here's one point four million to win eleven thousand, and that didn't come through. <laughs> He goes, so, so I just, work for the mob boss in New Yorker. <laughs> Go ahead and watch this for me real quick. It's funny because you always say that, and I was going through the tweets because I just wanted to see what people said, and someone someone said that, and it wasn't you. They're like, money laundering. Yeah. Right. I mean, come on. What? Why would you risk that much? That one, <laughs> that one I might agree with you a little bit because, first of all, that's just a horrible play. I mean... 27 to 0 the team's on the road too what, what is the 11 grand doing for you to, to <laughs> risk that much they just think it's an automatic but like, for, for what's the point of getting the 11 i mean you know 11 dimes he's like i'll take the free 11 dimes <laughs> no. <laughs> no but i'm just yeah you you're you know they caught a um a boatload of slack for that because i think it was DraftKings um is where it occurred and so they're like, dude, stop throwing like your customers underneath the bus. Not like they let it known the name, but if it was the other way around and someone put money down and, and they won all this money and was talking about it, DraftKings would get mad, you know? So how does, does DraftKings take that bet mobile? Like through, how do you take that big of a bet? That's a good question. So people have their accounts with money in them. Just like, you know, consider it kind of like a bank account. Yeah. And this guy's got like two mil in it or whatever. And he's like, I'd like to put 1.4 on her. Ouch. Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Or, I mean, they could cruise up to the counter with the chips, but I doubt it. I think, you know, they probably already had it in their account. But does DraftKings even have counters? Like back east? They do, I think. I mean, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. 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 
Well, that's where California needs to get with it because you have to be in those states to even use those apps to to place the bet. Yes, you do. And also, if you have a hundred, or if you have one, if you're betting one point four million, you have the bat phone to someone too. You know, where you can call them at halftime and say, "Hey, Jimmy, get ready to answer this bad boy." And Jimmy goes, "Hello," <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, I'd like to put one point four dimes down on the Chargers up twenty seven zero. What's that pay me?" And he goes, "Eleven K." And goes, "Okay, that's rotten. Let's do it." Dude. <laughs> And then Jimmy goes, are you sure, bud? He goes, yep. Okay. Here we go. Don't ask questions. Just go put her down. (laughs) We're trying to launder this thing. Sheepers. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, what else? So you've recapped your picks here for the weekend? I did. Yep. Um, And I know this is a football podcast, but I just want to end on a crazy hoop stat that I saw. Um, Did you see that? The Miami Heat went forty for forty from the free throw line. Oh, as, I did. Was was Jimmy Buckets? Did he make like twenty of twenty himself? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to check the stats. I didn't know if someone made, but I, I think mean, Jimmy Bucks was like twenty one for twenty one himself. But dude, how about as a team? You're forty for forty. I mean, that's you know all these different guys stepping up to the line and drilling it. Um, I thought that was pretty incredible. And then you sent me the dunk of Ja Morant. Heyo. Just rising up, dude. That is his yeah. hops, and I start thinking about. It. I'm like, dude. The best way to explain like that guy's jumping ability is it's just like a superhero, like jumper. Like he can jump as high as a superhero, pretty much. And yeah, just he's only listed at six two. Yeah. So that goes back to you know I always talk about coaching. Like, how did someone not see this guy? Where did he go? Murray State or something? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, and then he gets drafted, you know, lotto. Like, you didn't see this guy in high school? I mean, he had those hops in high school. For sure. You know, it's just incredible. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, I'm just really down on coaching overall <laughs> at the lower levels. It's terrible. So, Did you see Nike gave him his, his own shoe? I guess they said there's only been like 23 dudes that have only had their signature shoe in the NBA. Yeah. So they took Kyrie and said... We're done with you. Oh, really? Yep. They they cut Kyrie loose, and so Jaws, the the new Nike guy. That's sweet. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty amazing. The, the way he can jump is unreal. I mean, it's unreal. And the one other basketball note was our boy Big Mac McClung. Oh, yeah. He got thrown in the dunk contest. Even though he's in the G League. Well, yeah, unbelievable. Yep. That'll be great. We'll be cheering for Mac. We've been watching him do his dunks since high school. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to watch that dunk. I don't think Jaw does the dunk contest ever, though. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of times when those guys are real, real legit, they're like, dude, what do I have to prove here? I'm not going to go out there and, like, risk missing a dunk and, like, losing, or there's some crappy judges. They're like, you guys know what I can do. Right. LeBron never did it. Never did it, huh? Mm-mm. And LeBron's going to pass up Kareem here for most points ever. Yep. Everyone's like, you guys are chitting a lot of hoops here. <laughs> yep, we are. We'll get to the hoops. <laughs> we'll get to the hoops soon enough. Yep. And Big Augusta. Yep. Yep. Big Augusta. I've got something to tell you about Big Augusta, but I'll save it for off air. Okay. So just the recapper. Like I said, guys and ladies, that uh, be careful. These lines, you know, the later in the season it comes, the closer... Uh, that they can get to, you know, being spot on. But I do think the Kansas City 53, that's a little too high. I'm not sure Trevor Lawrence is going to be zipping the, the ball around there against Patty. So we'll take under the 53, lean Bills, lean Nines, and the Philly Giants. Stay away for me. Yep.
yeah, Kansas City, you know, Andy Reid's not going to be making those same coaching mistakes. Dude. No. I mean, KC's already fired up right now. That whole that whole town, that whole state is ready to rock. Yep, and they had the rest too, so mm-hmm. they should come out firing. Okay, well, that'll do it for our divisional round preview here. Don't forget Twitter and Instagram. It's at Bolt Brady Picks because we can keep you updated with all the stuff leading up to the game time there. And if the lines change, keep the reviews coming for us at Apple Podcast or wherever you watch or listen. Hook us up there. We appreciate it. And we will watch the games with you. And then we'll chat with you next week. See ya.